This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello and welcome to The Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, I am very, very, very excited. Why is that? Because we have a groundbreaking episode this week, Tom. We're going to be doing some investigative journalism. Yeah, literally groundbreaking. Yeah, exactly. Breaking the ground to get uh, to a certain hot place. That I'm not going to say the name of because it's a curse. The hot place down under the crust, right? Yeah. You think uh, Apple Podcasts is going to censor this episode for having a cuss word as the title? Um, They can do whatever they want, but that's not going to stop us, Tom, because this week... Yeah, we refuse to be censored, except for me earlier when I said uh, I won't say a curse word. Yeah. I mean, you're a famous coward. <laughs> hey well, Tom. Then, then there's no better place for me. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, that's where all the cowards wind up. Hell, or is it? Or are all the cool people there? We'll investigate <laughs> that later. But Tom, <laughs> first, it's Halloween month here on the Complete Guide to Everything. Yeah. And here we are calling each other Tim and Tom, like it's any other normal day. Oh month. Jesus! Yeah. Sorry, skeleton. Uh, no worries, tomb. Uh, I'll be better about calling you by your proper Halloween month name from here on out. We should have both put on face makeup to uh, make it easier for us to remember. Like corpse makeup? I could, well, I could have put... You You would have just had to paint your face like a skeleton, and then mm-hmm. I could have uh, painted my face just like, uh, I don't know, like Lurch or something. Yeah, or like, who's the Undertaker's friend and manager? Oh, Paul Bearer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually kind of what I was uh, imagining. Paul Bearer was always scarier to me than The Undertaker himself. <laughs> well, Paul Bearer was very uh, sneaky. That's That was the problem. You know, he he disarmed you because you're like, oh, look at that, that you know, little twerp. But then when the referee's not looking, he's going to bash you over the head with a freaking urn or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't. I wasn't a he, wrestling kid. We were in a he, wrestling he, household. He fought very cheap. The mm. the the uh, Paul Bear. Well, I guess like all the, all the uh, wrestling managers. That's that they always fought cheap. I don't think wrestling has managers. Uh, like is certainly not as much as they did when we were kids. Yeah, it seemed like everybody had an associated little guy <laughs> manager with them. Yeah, or uh, like the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. He had uh, uh, the ravishing Elizabeth with him all the time. Yeah, there was a beautiful woman that just came out. And did she wrestle? No, she would just like take his uh, cloak or whatever, I think. Hmm. And, and then I think once in a while she would also pull some dirty tricks. But but not nearly as many as uh, you know a rascal like Paul Bearer. To me, that was uh, I wasn't a wrestling kid. I didn't grow up in a wrestling household. Um, no, we, I did. Know, we were wrestling each other twenty four seven. We watched baseball games. America's pastime. We ate apple pie. Tom. Wow. All right. We didn't do this gutter stuff. We didn't watch Married with Children. We didn't play <laughs> Sega Genesis and Turbo Graphics sixteen. We, we were Nintendo, thank you very much. Look, uh, another character assassination. We didn't watch Married with Children either. It was uh, gross. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when the kids came in uh, to school every day, the day after, like Monday mornings, they'd be like, did you see Al Bundy last night? And I'd be like, <laughs> first of all, it's called Married with Children. And second of all, 
no, I didn't see it. I'm not allowed to watch that show. <laughs> it would give me bad ideas about, uh, I don't know, flushing the toilet louder <laughs> or whatever happened on there. Tom, I have a situation here. Before we go to hell, right? Um, I'd like some earthly We, we have advice. to get our affairs in order. Exactly. So I've been having this situation. You see me right now, Tom. I'm in a, a smallish room. It's a home office. Okay. It's a, I got a desk in here. Is this going to be that you, that your wife has locked you in? No. The, the oh, door okay. doesn't lock, which is a, another whole thing. Um, uh, another whole thing? Yeah. Can't get any privacy in this place. Well, why can't you just have an agreement like, uh, you know, when the door's closed, I'm busy. That's that's what me and my girlfriend have. Yeah, but what if what if somebody else comes in who's not who's not my no, wife? Then you're in worse trouble, Tim. You're not supposed to be having guests over right now. Exactly, Tom. What if somebody breaks into my house and and I'm trying to hide and cower in oh, my office? Oh, I see. <laughs> I, I forgot. Well, you need a, like a panic room or something. I know. I know. I'd like to one day build this into a panic room. Wouldn't it be so nice? Like, uh, you know, I, I I think a lot of people that prep and everything are overreacting. But I think I really would sleep very well at night if I knew I had a panic room. Yeah. I think eventually you'd start sleeping in the panic room. Well, at a certain point, it just makes sense to start sleeping in the panic room as you uh, accumulate enemies throughout your life. Uh, at a certain point, you go, you know what? I got, I got so many enemies. I gotta start sleeping in the panic room. Yeah, Tom. Hey, why don't they make the whole house out of the panic room? Because <laughs> uh, people want windows in their houses. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, you can you can just go live in a bunker. Plenty of people are doing that nowadays. Yeah, I don't want to have to dig for that long. Well, most people buy it from some, you know, buy it from somebody else or have somebody come and, you know, dig up their, their yard and put a bunker down there. Mm, La-dee-da, have somebody else come in and dig up your yard, well, Mr. Or you Rockefeller. Can, you, you can rent a, uh, a backhoe or something. I beg dig your pardon, I thought you weren't going to say uh, <laughs> dirty words on this show. Well, I, I forgot that you're... Uh, you're you're not a man of the people. You're not familiar with construction terms. <laughs> I'm really not. Um, I've, I've noticed, you know, I have a three-year-old niece and a three-year-old nephew, and they both have so much a deeper knowledge of construction vehicles. They know all the names and stuff, yeah. and they'll point them out. I just know them as like, was that a truck? And they're like, no, yeah. it's, a, it's a digger. Well, in fa- in fairness, you're not that interested in trucks, and it doesn't have much to do with your day-to-day life, knowing the names of these things. Same thing with, like, dinosaurs, the names of different dinosaurs and sharks. But let's be honest, that doesn't have, have you know, n- none of them are, are operating this heavy machinery, these three-year-olds. Well, they're into it. What? They're, maybe they're... they aspire to operate it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they one day they want to have a digger of their own. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, what's your awkward situation? Hey, uh, why don't you dig Uncle Tim a bunker for him to sleep in? (laughs) Hey, why don't you you dig up old Uncle Tim if he gets, uh, they accidentally think he's dead and bury him without checking? That'd be nice. I'm going to make sure my nephew does know how to operate a backhoe in case I am buried alive. (laughs) Yeah. Tell him to bury you with a a string tied to a bell on the surface and just just be ready. (laughs) How did I do my, you know... Uh, my FaceTime call with my nephew that I do every couple of weeks. <laughs> Your <old> nephew. <laughs> hey, my listen, brother there's something by. important I have to talk to you about. <laughs> so when I pull the string, the, the, the bell will ring, and that's when you have to dig me out of my grave because I've been buried alive. <laughs> that means I'm not actually dead. That happens but, sometimes. But I've, I've got very little time, you have to understand. <laughs> time is of the essence if this happens. So I'm spending a lot of time in my home office working, you know, right. eight plus hours a day out of this place. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting, it's a small, it's a smallish room. I'm right next to this window here. You can see this window behind me. Tom. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a building that is like, right, like there's a walkway between the two buildings. Okay. And then another building, like 10 feet from my building. Okay. About. Uh-huh. 
And there's somebody right across in the window across who is also at their desk in that window all day, every day. And I hate it. I hate because whenever I look up, there's a person right there, a person that I've never met before. Right. I know nothing about this person. Uh-huh. Um, but they're kind of your coworker. They're yeah. your office mate. But now I'm under the impression that this person, this woman is just kind of like, oh, this friggin' guy again. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. So that she him. feels the same way about you. No, I don't feel bad about like I I'm just like we all live our lives. I think she resents me. And because of that, I feel anxious when I'm just going about my business in here. I always feel like she's judging what I'm doing, even though what I'm doing is just sitting at a computer silently most of the day. Yeah, I I doubt. <laughs> well, I was going to say that I doubt she uh, that that she has, you know, much thought about you but then i was thinking about how earlier today i was uh across the street from me there's like a a, i'm on the third floor there's like a balcony yeah and uh uh (laughs) today i was telling my girlfriend like ah look the guy the guy that's always smoking cigarettes with that shirt off in the morning he's out there now drinking a beer and smoking a cigarette, but he's got his shirt on. <laughs> so I guess uh, maybe she does care. I keep pretty close track of uh, the people you, I can uh, see out the window. The neighbors from Bewitched? <laughs> What's her name? Uh, this is Crandall or something? Always looking yeah, it the sounds, that sounds familiar. Yeah, I guess I kind of am, Tim. Nice. I, I know I know a lot about uh, I got a rear window situation going going on out here. Yeah, this Keeping is an like, eye on everybody. This is like a rear window situation, except they're looking like I make eye contact with this person multiple times a day, and immediately I just like look back there because, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, give a little wave, like hello. <laughs> uh, I don't think that would be the worst thing in the world. Make make a little sign, put it in your window. No, it says, you know, Happy Friday. Am I right? No, TGIF. Uh, uh, happy hour drinks on me. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do know you, this person. I don't. Do want you this ever person. think about opening up the window and screaming at them? I mean, hey, they'd be able to hear it. Get out! Oh, they would be able to hear it. They can probably hear me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked. I looked out the way. She's in there right now. We just made oh, eye really? contact. Yes. <laughs> you made eye contact. Can you? Can you uh, point the iPad out there so I can see? <laughs> no, I can't do what? that. I'm not going to do that. Because she'll see me holding an iPad up. Yeah, and she'll see my face in the iPad, which will be real weird. <laughs> well, do you think she knows who you are? Uh, I'm, I don't know. It might solve a mystery for her. Maybe she mm. wonders why, you know, every uh, Thursday night you talk into a microphone. Yeah. So I've, Yeah. So is it rude if I just draw the curtains whenever I come in and do No, work? of course not. I thought you were avoiding doing that just because you didn't, you wanted like a view of the outside. Well, I also, it, you know, it, it, it allows for more sunlight to come in. I don't yeah. know. I just don't want to ever run into this person. It's not rude to have privacy in your own home. I know. That's why I think she should just leave her office and let me be. Let me work in peace. Does she ever uh, uh, close her curtains? No. Yeah. I never close the curtains in my office, so I get it. Yeah. Because you, you you want sunlight to come in. Yeah. Yeah, well, and it's, it's, not times. Like, it's not like anybody living in New York City is like, oh, I have too many windows. I mean, I guess maybe the uh, the stockbrokers living up in uh, their penthouses. Yeah, I don't think but, I would like that either, though. Like the floor to ceiling windows all around, like uh, one of the kids in succession or something, one of those apartments. Yeah, uh, I... I would be afraid of people looking at me with a telescope. Yeah. That reminds me. I got to get a telescope. I got to start spying on some of these people a little more closely. Tom, let's quit dilly dallying. Tomb. What the hell, man? Jeez. Yeah. Yes, skeleton. We'll take that back. Um... The music plays. Don't put this I know, in the I know. episode, the mu- Tim. We'll look like assholes. Skeleton. Music's playing. Music's playing. 
And we're back, Tomb. Uh, great, Skeleton. Wonderful. Let's uh, get a move on it, Tomb. Here we go. This week we're talking about hell. Yeah. H E double hockey sticks. Uh, the place to be. What? No, it's not the place to be. It's the, it's the, the place you'd least want to be, as I understand now, it. Now, you you say this a lot. Mm-hmm. I was under the impression that hell is cool. But who told you that? The, 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 the boys outside the smoke shop? Tom, you know, like, yeah, sure. You, you, go, you go to church when you're a kid. That, that and, heavy and... metal magazine I've seen you reading? Yeah, I I, uh, I I play all my records backwards, and you should hear all the wonderful things that they say about hell. Oh Sounds like God. a fantastic place, Tom. No, look, there's a lot of differing, conflicting, like reporting about hell, right? <laughs> a, there's no reporting about hell. But... Yeah, yeah. Some newspapers they say hell is cool, and then other newspapers <laughs> they say hell isn't cool. They how, say how, hell what? sucks. Yeah. You say hell is the worst place in the world. Who do who do I who do I believe in this situation? Uh, I don't think that many people are saying hell is cool. But isn't hell where all the like, you know, where you can go and really let loose? No, I don't think so. I think once you go there, uh, you you get tortured, Tim. <sighs> I think if you go to heaven, you can really let loose. I mean, maybe no, not with you're the not sick to do things anything. you want to do. <laughs> No, do you think you can? You think you can drink your eight percent alcoholic seltzers up there, Tom? In heaven? Yeah, yeah, and I bet they wouldn't even give me a hangover. Now, where do we get these ideas that heaven you could just do whatever you want, even if it's like a bad thing to do on earth? Why is it a bad thing to do? Uh, you That's get like, wine at church. Yeah, but you don't get drunk on wine at church. S- speak for yourself, Tim. If you if you keep going back in line. With a different disguise every time, you can get you can you can get a nice buzz going. Do they still do? I mean, not right at the moment, right? But in like twenty nineteen, were they still doing that thing in in like Catholic churches where uh, you'd go and drink from the same wine glass as everybody else? Uh, probably. I know the last couple of times I've been in churches, uh, when they've done communion, it's uh. They've like had somebody, you know, some, uh, I don't know, uh, an, an assistant, like a magician's assistant, like a mm-hmm. uh, uh, priest have like some assistant that comes up. Yeah. They're and, not dressed as provocatively as a magician's assistant. Um, Actually, the one time I was there, it was uh, a pretty short number she was wearing and very sparkly. I thought mm-hmm. it was inappropriate for church, to be honest. But they uh, had it, but nobody took it. And then at the end, they just like pour it. I don't know. They like poured it into something else. <laughs> they just finish. They polish off whatever's left. Oh no! I the think lady. that is what they do. Yeah, yeah, because it's been blessed. So it's like, yeah, you can't. Well, you can't put it back in the bottle because yeah. who knows what happens if you bless the same wine twice? It has the opposite effect on it, and it turns it into devil's brew. And and if it's uh, yeah, if it's blessed, you can't just like dump it down the the sink or whatever. So, yeah, yeah, they do uh, polish it off. But I think they, they don't put that. I've never been to church, even when that was more uh, uh, happening, when more people partook of the wine. I've never been to church where they're like, oh, hang on, everybody. We ran out of wine. We got <laughs> we got to get a refill here and uh, have uh, have the priest bless it again. And all right. Now, uh, bar is back open, everybody. Yeah, because people would have revolted. Yeah, I think I it's a pretty l- pretty low alcohol wine that they use too. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> well, that's what I that's why I said I think, not I know. Tom, what, what you don't know about the wine at church could fill a freaking uh, book. I wonder if you could say to the person, "Huh, I didn't think about that." Like if you're if you're at church and you're looking to get a buzz, uh, and you see that nobody's partaking of the wine. You can go up there, and now nobody else has sipped it, and be like, "Yeah, I'll take a big old swig." Right. Something, to, something. To keep in mind the next time you're in church. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, or as uh, Mike Love of the Beach Boys says, 
if you're ever going to be able to go to church again without getting arrested. Oh, is that what he thinks? Yeah, he thinks right now uh, if you go to church, you get arrested. Yeah, well, Mike Love strikes me as somebody who goes to church every Sunday. Yeah, good man. Wearing his fucking hat. <laughs> the priest kind of kindly asks him to take off his Beach Boys hat. <laughs> no, sorry. Uh, sorry, Father. Uh, sorry, I'm, uh, if I take off this hat, people will know I went bald <laughs> yeah. 40 years ago. Uh, Mike Love, a bad man. Yeah. Look, remember when Mike Lo- when the Beach Mike Boys Mike Love, got more like Mike Hate. Yeah, more like my glove. <laughs> no, that doesn't make any sense, Tim. Tom, if you don't think hell is cool, why do so many cool people worship the devil? What cool people worship the devil? Like heavy metal bands, Tom. <sighs> because they're they're heavy metal. They're allowed to. They, yeah, but that's they cool. Get it. Yeah, no, exactly. I guess, yeah, I guess, it? I guess it's pretty cool. They tried to make uh, hell seem cool to a bunch of impressionable kids in the 80s, and it worked on me. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess I guess like heavy metal bands uh, really sold the idea that hell is just like a party place. Like, yeah, it's a 24-hour party in hell, and like some some really messed up stuff happens, but hey, that's hell. Yeah, it's just kind of like, it's like, hey, you want to be all pious and then go to boring old heaven? Or do you want to let loose and have some real fun in hell? Yeah, and I think what what they're leaving out is, uh, I assume if you're the new guy in hell, uh, I don't know, you're the one getting tortured or or whatever at these parties, you know? You can't expect uh, that that you, you can go into hell the first day and you're running the place. There are people that have been there for eternity. They're like, whoa, Wait, so you- whoa, whoa, new blood. Hold on. Get get on the, the stretching rack. We're going to stretch you out. So once you're there, once you have some seniority, they're like, hey, climb down uh, off that Iron Maiden and uh, join us. Yeah, yeah. Once, once, you, once they know you're cool, I guess. Yeah. Well, how do you prove that you're cool in hell? Uh, Just by being like, yeah, torture me. I don't care. I like <sighs> it. Yeah, probably something like that. They'd be like, "Wow, this guy's really sick." All right, get him out of there. Let's let's just give him a beer instead. See, this is why I could never square. Nobody could give me a straight answer on what went on in hell. And then I'd ask my parents, like, "Does the devil?" <laughs> I remember asking, uh, like, when I was really little, I was like, like. Because you see him in cartoons and stuff, and you see people like sell their soul to the devil and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I was just kind of like, Mom, Dad, d- d- you know, will I see the devil at some point? Will I just like <laughs> be walking downtown yeah, d- and, and, d- and the does, devil will roll does, up? Does uh, he make an offer to everybody at some point in their life? You know, and it's yeah. like sometimes it's a really good offer, and then sometimes it's like, I'll, I'll, I'll get you. Uh, I'll let you cut in line if you give me yeah. your soul. It's like, ah, uh, devil, you hit me on the wrong day. Uh, you know, when I was really trying to learn guitar a couple of years ago, that's when you should have hit me up. But yeah, I'll yeah. just wait. I'll just wait in this line. It's it's fine. It's moving. Tom, what if it's uh, the line for Batman the Ride on a Saturday in July? That line could be three hours long, Tom. Tim, then I would go buy a flash pass, the devil's token, well, the devil's the talisman. De- <laughs> what if the devil came up to you? Would you sell your soul for a lifelong fast pass? Uh, if it could also teleport me to the uh, Six Flags, I'd, I'd mull it over. What the hell kind of fast pass has teleportation powers? It's the, the devil. He can make any kind of flash pass he wants what the devil's not magic yeah the devil's magic are you serious what do you mean he what can like mean the devil's time not magic. travel it's not time travel it's teleportation i know but like if but he probably magic, i don't know maybe he can time travel i think you're giving the devil way too much credit what you don't think the devil has access to magic i don't think teleportation Style then magic. what kind of magic? Just throwing fireballs and shit? I think he can maybe appear where he needs to appear, where okay. he wants to appear, but I don't think so he can So he can teleport there. 
Yeah, I don't think he can create a device that he can hand to somebody else who will then... It's not. He's not creating it like in his little lab or something, Tim. It doesn't obey the rules of physics. He's he's put a, a spell on it. You know, and if, the, know. and if the devil can't do it himself, then he'll go get a, a witch or a warlock that, that specializes in this type of thing. And that, boy, they'll be thrilled to be helping out uh, the devil. Listen, this might get me in some hot water with the Satanists, Tom, but I think you're giving the devil way too much credit. <laughs> oh, man. You, Tim, you're taunting the devil. You're asking the devil to come uh, prove you wrong. Maybe hey. we're both going to be visited by the devil today. <laughs> be nice. I mean, we're going to be visiting the, visiting the devil a little bit later because this week, Tim and Tom are going to hell. Well, if he's in, I don't know. He's probably a yeah, busy I, guy. I don't know how it works. All right. Here's what, Tom, here's mm-hmm. the problem. Yes. <laughs> Tell me what the problem with hell is. <laughs> no, when you search about <laughs> hell on the internet. It's too damn expensive now. Uh, the, it does have a the, the real estate crisis. has gone yeah. through the roof. When you search about hell on the internet, like most of the stuff that comes up is from religious websites. Yeah. And they're biased, I think, because they're all like, no, you don't want to go to hell. Right. You want to you want to read in a heavy metal magazine what they say about hell. Mm -hmm. And I think most but I think in those cases, they're not really doing much reporting themselves. They're just kind of, I don't know, making stuff up, to be honest with you. Has any, you know how those kids, um, they like have a near death experience and then they come out of the coma and they're like, I went to heaven. Mommy. Yeah. And yeah. Then, the, the, the little boy that you're, who's probably a grown man at this point, but the little boy that wrote God is real that you're obsessed with. No, heaven is for real. No, there's a heaven few, is there, for real. There's a few of those kids and a few of those books, Tom. Oh, uh, do you think it's one of those things now where parents are, you know, trying to give their kid a near death experience just so they can, uh, you know, get on the the heaven is real circuit? Now you are insulting me or trying mm-hmm. to insult me by implying that that's what I'm implying. Now I think probably. No, I'm I'm not trying to insult you. I'm genuinely curious if that's uh, <laughs> the case by now. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there is some. I mean, yeah. Instead boys, of like parents, being a, a beauty pageant mom, you're a, uh, <laughs> a near death experience stage mom. Yeah, or maybe it's it's more of a an opportunistic. Like maybe nobody is is pushing their kids to have a, a near death experience, but right. as soon as they have one, they're just like, well, time to monetize this. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me ask this kid a bunch of questions about what he saw. And, yeah. and just kind of I mean, that's the thing with uh, with those types of books. It's like, yeah, kids don't lie. I mean, kids do lie, but they're bad liars. Um, but yeah. Balloon like, Boy lied on uh, the Today Show and he was so distraught, he vomited all over Katie Couric. I just re- I a few weeks ago watched a thing about uh, the Balloon Boy and his family and where they are now. And it was uh, great. It was uh, great to catch up with uh, some old favorites. They're still pulling schemes, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's all they are. They're just like a scheme family. I mean, gotta hand it to them. And and this was an interview with uh with like their uh a part of this was an interview with a neighbor who is like, yeah, I don't know. I was really messed up. I was so upset. (laughs) Like, yeah, they were our neighbors for years, and like. Their kids were over our house while they were, you know, quote, quote, unquote, trying to find, uh, you know, their other son. And like, ah, it's just really fucked up when I realized what had happened and that this guy just lied to my face. Yeah. But they, they, got... they moved. <laughs> uh, maybe they'll be moving to hell pretty soon. Maybe. Hopefully not. Maybe the not boys. pretty soon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The parents, they'll probably go to hell, though, right? But I was going to say, yeah, it's difficult to get a kid to lie convincingly, but it's very easy to plant ideas in a kid's head. Yeah. Especially if that kid, you know, woke up from a near-death experience and he's probably like all doped up on whatever. <laughs> like, what did you see, honey? Did you see God? Did you see angels? Was there a white light? Uh, yeah, yeah, all right. Uh, a couple of these kids have come out and been like, 
yeah, no, they told me to say that stuff. And they were like, there's no way he could have known that. And it was like, yeah, but it was, there wasn't a, a reporter there when he said that for the first time. <laughs> the parents right. just told him to say that. Anyway, have any of those kids ever <laughs> had that experience and been like, <laughs> I went to hell, it sucked. I don't think, I mean, I think as a general rule, most kids don't get sent to hell. <laughs> Why not? What about stinkers? What about the problem child? Look, I, <laughs> so you're wondering if the problem child had a near-death experience, would he go to hell and come back and tell... Uh, uh, John Ritter. Uh, John Ritter all about hell. I, yeah. saw, I saw hell and it sucked. That No, that problem child, let me tell you, he'd enjoy himself in hell. I think he did go to hell in one of those movies. Or he was wearing a devil outfit, I think, for, for yeah. Halloween. Yeah, I'm telling you, he'd fit right in in hell. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little a person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. (sighs) That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Um, Tomb? Yeah. Yes, Skeleton. Uh, so, as I was saying before, all the things that you search for when you search for hell, it's it's religious stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I found this website that was uh, uh, that debunked some myths about hell, um, and that frankly, Tom, shocked me. I also found a really the same thing. Like, uh, I mean, I wasn't looking for anyone talking about how cool hell is. I didn't expect. <laughs> I literally, I literally searched for is hell cool. <laughs> um, and here's what I learned, Tom. Yeah. Not everybody. Not all religions. Not all um, myths have hell being hot. Some of it. Ha- some of it uh, says hell is uh, quite the opposite. Cold. Uh. uh... So for those, so in some religions, if you said, yeah, when hell freezes over, they'd be like, uh, now, I guess. Yeah. Like on a regular day, this yeah. means something that happens every day, right? The Eagles are always on tour reunited. <laughs> uh, there's also a lot of, uh, religions that don't believe in hell. So there's, there's that too. Sign me up for that, huh? <laughs> yeah. Sign me up for no hell. Um, I also <laughs> uh- found... I'll choose uh, the no hell option. Thank you very well, much. Well, actually, before we get to that, I was thinking about this where I was like, man, the idea that when you die, yeah, you can go to purgatory, but ultimately for eternity, you're going to heaven or hell. That's a hell of a choice. That's a, you know, there's no in between. 
Yeah. It's like you're going to the best place ever or the like both these places are going to make Earth look like it was uh, lame. Uh you're not going to believe the the difference in these places. The goodness of heaven and the badness of hell. Yeah. Earth has no comparison. Right. Or or even purgatory because purgatory it's like well you're there temporarily while they do some paperwork, I guess. What's purgatory about? Uh, it's a waiting room. It's like ah, we yeah, gotta like, we gotta get what? a grand jury together to figure out where you should go. Yeah, but or like, I what? think sorry. <laughs> Sometimes I believe it is like a ah, this person doesn't deserve to go to hell, but they don't. They shouldn't get a. They shouldn't get a flash pass to heaven. Shouldn't they have a better solution than just like okay, we'll just have them sit here for a while. Well, what would the better solution be? Like a medium place. That's what purgatory is, I think. No, uh, can you like can you like go bowling in in purgatory? I don't think so. I think purgatory still sucks, but it's not as bad as hell. Yeah, like he- heaven, like hell. There's there's no Six Flags Great Adventure, or no. if there is, Batman the Ride. Um, it's know, always broken. It's always down for repairs. Yeah, or it decapitates you every time you try to ride it. Right, <laughs> like it, it, you hit the poles. Yeah, that would be heaven, pretty cool. There's a six legs great adventure because you hit the poles and it it'll kill you instantly. No, but not in hell. You're already oh, dead. I see. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you'd feel the whole thing. In heaven, there'd be a six flags that's like it's all the six flags in one, and there are no mm. lines. Right, and none of the ro- the rides are ever broken down. And they've got they've got some new roller coasters you've never even heard about. Exactly, and then like, um, purgatory should have just like a local amusement park where it's just <laughs> right. like, you know, it's 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 got uh, a roller coaster, but it's nothing to write home about. It doesn't yeah. have any loops or anything, and you or can go there, like- and you're just like, it's better than nothing, I guess. But maybe I'd rather just sit at home and watch TV. When you once you've already paid for your ticket and you get in, you you find out ah, oh, it's mostly kids rides. Mm. Damn, there's nothing I can even really go on. Or it's one of those things where you need to like buy separate tickets for yeah. every ride, so yeah. it's not easy. You don't just get in and, and go on whatever rides you want. Yeah, that's what Coney Island's like. It stinks. Yeah, Coney Island stinks. I can't imagine how anybody ever thought Coney Island didn't stink. I think Coney Island's worse than hell. <laughs> uh it's fun it, you know it's fun for like a day it's it's a weird place to go to in new york city um but the last time i was there i remember seeing like families there and i i couldn't believe it because to bring like a family there is going to cost you more than going to disney world because everything yeah. there is nickel and dime the hell out of you yeah, if you're all going to ride the Cyclone, it's going to cost you $45 for a family. Yeah, I think, I think it was around $45 for like four people to go on. Yeah. <sighs> Come on, guys. Get your act yeah. together. Tough um, times. But anyway, I found uh, uh, some myths uh, about hell, too. And, and like you, I thought uh, it was going to go the other way about like... You know, ah, hell's not, you're not going to get sent to hell. Very few people get sent to hell. Like reassuring. Oh, because I guess hell's not that bad. Well, well, I guess normally when you see like myths debunked, it's, it's usually, oh, this isn't as dangerous as people think, or it's not as bad as people think. There's, you know, when we were talking about the myths, uh, the Halloween myths about like needles in, in razor blades and candy and, Turns out that's ne- that's not really ever happened with strangers, uh, but not these helmets, at least from what I saw. No, these t- tended to be a little bit more alarming than I thought. Yeah. Do you want to go over some of them? Yeah, you can you can start with your list. Oh, OK. Uh, the first one that I saw was uh, hell doesn't exist. It's a, a myth. Oh, it's a myth. That's it's like, a myth. Dumb. This undermines the whole premise of everything we're trying to do here. Because uh, it was like, no, hell does exist. Uh, there's a bunch of proof about it in the Bible. Um, which I was like, all right, yeah, if you're, you know, uh, uh, if you believe everything in the Bible, that's enough proof. But I thought they were going to have something like, no, here's pictures. Like, it, it does exist. 
I mean, you know about the well to hell, right, Tom? I do. Yeah, that was that was another thing. I had remembered about it, but then I also found it. Uh, do you want to explain what it is? It's in Russia, uh-huh. I want to say. Well, it's a hoax. You know that, right? I mean, some people are saying that it's not a hoax. <laughs> some though. people aren't saying it's not a hoax. Um, it was reported in some in some uh, uh, not great uh, uh, sources to not be a hoax in the late eighties, early nineties. Um, what Tim? Some, like CNN, the New York Times. Um, so they dug uh, way down, and they they. Uh, they dug deeper than they've ever dug before, and they're like, "What? Mm-hmm. We, we, we like broke through, and now it's like." And so they put a, a heat resistant microphone down there, right? And they recorded all these scary hell noises, and they're like, "Oh man, we've accidentally dug all the way to hell." And they uh, they had a thermometer on the microphone, and it said it was eighteen hundred degrees Fahrenheit, which is very hot. Yeah. Um, I was surprised. I think at the end of this episode, Tom, we should go to Russia, jump down <laughs> that well, see for ourselves. <laughs> um, I was surprised they, I guess the, the hoax reports were that it, they dug nine miles down, uh, and they didn't, they dug like 7.8 miles down, which I was like, oh, I don't know, that's close enough. But, uh, but I was also surprised cause I was thinking, Really? Like, hell would only be nine miles away at all times? That doesn't seem far enough. Yeah, that'd be weird. Like, we're closer (laughs) to hell than we are to, like, a satellite. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 uh, I always assume hell's, like, uh, in the middle of the Earth. I always assumed that for hell to actually exist, and I guess this shows how, uh, how things mess with kids' heads. Mm-hmm. It's like I was learning about the Earth in school, and yeah. and you know the, the the different layers of of Earth, mm-hmm. and and then they were like, oh, and un- and then I learn other places like in church and stuff that hell was under uh, the Earth. But I was like, oh, it must be in the center of the Earth. Yeah. But if that's the case, it's not big enough to hold like what I was roughly figuring would be like half the people who have ever lived are going to go to right. hell and half are going to go to heaven. That was my back of the envelope math. Huh. And I was like, they'd run out of space real quick. I guess science is all just a hoax because <laughs> hell is certainly real. Right. Um, so it must be like, uh, there isn't there we're we're the earth isn't round or whatever. There's, you know, it's just a big flat expanse and, uh, you know, miles and miles and miles under underneath the earth is kind of unlimited hell. Escape. Yeah, are there flat earthers that believe in hell? I don't know. And, I mean, it would make sense. It would track. Yeah, I wonder if they think like hell's just like underneath, like a mirror world, like uh, everybody's standing on hell upside down. Hmm. It's just the other side of the flat Earth. That's an interesting thought. Like, yeah, uh, Jordan Peele's Us. Yes. I don't really remember that movie. Yeah, well, yeah, like kind of. I mean, it wouldn't yeah. be like everybody's doppelgangers, but yeah, it'd be under, underneath everything. But maybe it is. Maybe. And then if the Earth was flat and you drilled through it, you'd see freaking outer space. I guess you'd see outer space if you drilled through the regular Earth, the, the actual Earth. But it would take a lot, a lot less time, I would think. Unless, I don't know, maybe there are flat earthers that are like, yeah, idiot, earth's flat, but it's thick as hell. You don't know. Yeah, that's true. I also read uh, when I was looking at this stuff about uh, how uh, you shouldn't make light of hell because then you'll go to hell. See, I don't think we're making light of hell. Well, they always have like a, you know, this was a Bible verse. I'll read it to you, Tim. Uh, I've been meaning to start reading more Bible (laughs) verses in in, in the show. And this is the thing. Whenever I read this kind of stuff and they point out like, well, it's very clear in the Bible. It's always a lie in the Bible where it's like, I don't know what what that's talking about. I don't Uh, understand. Let me read it for you. One sentence in the Bible. They said that this sentence proves that you shouldn't make fun of hell because then you'll go to hell. Proverbs uh, 132. 
for the waywardness of the simple will kill them, and the complacency of fools will destroy them. I mean, that could well, mean anything. We're going to hell. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but then, you know, uh, at least uh, Catholic belief is, uh, oh, yeah, but you can avoid going to hell if right before you die, you go, my bad, I'm sorry about all that stuff. <laughs> this is this is what, um, this is one of the, the myths that was busted on the website I went to, Tom. Mm-hmm. It is false. Or, okay, the myth is that there are people in hell who wanted to go to heaven while they were still alive, but God wouldn't let them. Apparently, that's false. Everybody in hell didn't want to go to heaven. Nobody in hell wanted to go to heaven. Oh. Well, then what's the big worry? Right? Yeah, it's just a bunch of heavy metal bands down there ha- exactly. having a blast. And the rest of us, you know, when they give us the choice, be like, oh, you know what? I'm not going to risk eternity. I'll uh, I'll go with the safe choice. I'll go with heaven. You can never be let out of hell, Tom. Yeah, you're there for eternity. Which which is honestly giving me very it's giving me very cold feet about going there myself. Quit being a coward. I'm sure we'll be able to get out of hell. <laughs> yeah, one one of the myths I saw was uh, that hell is temporary. I'm like, I never heard it was temporary. Yeah, maybe some people were mixing it up with purgatory what's limbo uh it's when you get two people to hold a pole and you have to go under it you have to lean backwards but you can't touch the ground you have to stay on your feet and then once everybody's gone then you lower the pole a little bit lower and you see you know uh who can do that that makes sense but if somebody touches the pole or they fall then they're out they're out there you keep doing it until one person wins okay um, Satan and his demons do not rule hell, apparently. What? They're, I- they're inmates Is there a there. new gang in town? No, they're suffering eternal punishment under, guess who? God. Oh, that wasn't what I read. Yeah, I, that is uh, read... the, the vengeful part of God. So wait, is that a myth or that's true, according that's to That's the true part. Oh. The myth is that Satan rules hell. With his boys, uh, the the, the myth, with his sons, Satan and Satan and sons, uh, his boys and his friends. You know how sometimes uh, your cousin isn't actually your cousin, right. <laughs> not really, but all right. So, uh, what I read, the myth was that God sends people to hell, and the truth was that people send themselves to hell. Yeah. Well, Which I true. guess is kind of episode. Tim and Tom are going to go to hell. I guess it's kind of true. It kind of jibes with what you're saying uh, that, you know, it's a choice to go to hell. But but from what I was reading, it was a choice. And you make that choice by, you know, being a bad person. Yeah. What's the next myth? Um, there's a widespread belief among non-Christians that hell is a place where they will be united with their unbelieving friends and drink beer all the time in an endless party. <laughs> the fact is that hell is a place of utter isolation, loneliness, and deprivation. So you're not even, you're just completely alone down there. <sighs> yeah, that, well, but, you know, what if, like, I'm kind of an introvert, Tim. I like being alone. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah, you know, what what if uh, you get down you there like, and you're like, finally some peace and quiet. Yeah, exactly. And you can just, you know, sit there and read books. Guess what? They have all the books, but guess what? Your glasses are broken. Oh, man. I don't wear glasses, though, but I'll know, need them in hell. You'll need them in hell. Wow. Or I... they'll force you, they'll, they'll uh, put really strong reading glasses on your eyes <laughs> that you can't take off. Oh, and they'll give me headaches when I'm trying to read. Yeah, and you uh, won't that's, be able to look as bad. Blurred. They'll be like Coke bottle lenses. Um, what was that myth again? That uh, it's uh, utter isolation. Oh, right. That, that it's fine. You get to hang out with non Christians and drink beer all the time. Yeah. But the thing is, this non- website. Well, and they should have included non Christians and heavy metal bands of all denomination. Right. And temporarily podcast hosts that are going down just to see what it's all about. 
Well, Tim, again, I read that the idea that hell is temporary is a myth. Hmm. One, one I myth- did read that you can never be let out of hell. But again, I don't, I don't know who to believe, Tom, because you have them saying one thing, and then you have freaking Slayer saying another thing. Yeah, it's tough to it's tough to sort it out. Yeah. One of the other myths that I read, <laughs> which I, which made me laugh, because I was like, I've never heard this myth, and the myth is uh, that hell won't be that bad. <laughs> I mean, I, I've heard that. <laughs> well, I guess that's kind of what you think. You think hell's not going to be that bad. I don't know. No, I don't. I don't have any definitive beliefs about hell, Tom. I yeah. just feel like there's no, there's no consistent source of information about hell. Um, that we we all. But agree you're on. talking the the inconsistent sources you're referring to are heavy metal bands and cartoons and Satanists and Satanists. Well, I Alistair think, Crowley. I think Satanists are like, you know, this is fine. You know, whatever. Like, it's not for everybody, but it's for me. I like getting nails shoved in my yeah, eyes. Yeah, I don't I don't think Satanists are out there saying like, oh, everybody's making too much of a fuss. Hell is fine. They're like, no, hell's hardcore, man. And that's why I'm a Satanist. Hmm. You know that some people believe Alice, Alistair Crowley, who we should do an episode on sometime. Uh, uh, I feel like I'd get haunted by him. That's the one guy I don't want to get haunted by. Well, there's a lot of people that think he's responsible for all these UFOs and aliens that okay. he that he broke. All right. <laughs> he broke through the dimensions, Tim, with all of his, uh, you know, uh, rituals and stuff and open up a gate between us and another dimension because he, he met this uh, this guy called uh, Lamb, I think. And the, his drawing of this guy looks just like one of them uh, gray aliens. Hmm. Just food for thought. Yeah, it really think, makes you think. I think people that think hell isn't that bad probably just don't think about hell. Because I walk around thinking like, ah, hell's not that bad. But then, uh, you know, today when I was thinking about hell, it's like, ah, oh, what would hell be like for me? I was like, oh, yeah, it could be real bad. Here's my question to you. Mm-hmm. Is hell personalized to each person? I think so. Now, why, what makes you think that? That's cartoons. That, yeah, that's cartoons, I guess. That's that's The Simpsons. Yeah, and Porky <laughs> um, Pig. Yeah. Um, I guess it doesn't have to be. I guess if it's like real bad, if it's just like uh, they just like stick hot pokers up your ass. It's like, well, that doesn't have to be personalized. Nobody's going to like that. Yeah, but also, where does it does it say in the Bible that they stick hot pokers up your ass? Where did that come from? That's just use your imagination, man. That's, That's not just, the first thing I think of. I don't even think of well, hot what's pokers the first thing in any you way. Think of? I don't know. Uh, uh, pulling off your fingernails one by one. Yeah, I guess that's bad, but not as bad. You gotta remember, Tim. They don't have to worry about killing you. So they can just like chop you up into pieces. Over okay, and over. then why wouldn't you say that instead of hot poker up your? They bum? they can put you in a in like a, a wood chipper over and over again. Yeah, or or a big uh, a big paper shredder, but it would be a, a Tim shredder. No, and, and it would get jammed halfway. Are they keeping up with the newest technology on Earth? <laughs> like when the paper shredder came out, where they're like, "Oh, great! Oh, this is After great!" After thousands yeah. of years, we can we can make a big version of this. Oh, uh, yeah, like we, uh, they're we, scouting out Earth. We we need to get the boys upstairs, or I guess downstairs. Maybe the R and D in hell is even further down. <laughs> Probably. Uh, we we need to get the boys down R and D working on a big version of this uh, ASAP. Uh, all the businessmen that get sent to hell. This is going to be very ironic to them. Do you think they have like iPad tortures now? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's like, I don't know uh, what you'd really do with it. it. It's just like a, you have to use it, but it's like a very sharp, uh, the, the glass cuts you as you use it. Ooh, yeah. Well, I, one of the myths on this thing that I read was, uh, that Jesus didn't talk about hell and then the truth under it was Jesus talked about hell more than anyone in the Bible. <laughs> really? That's that's what this claimed. I don't know what version of the Bible they were uh they were looking at, but uh they they said uh you know, apparently Jesus was uh uh talking a blue streak about hell to anyone who would listen. Hmm. 
I think he, yeah, which kind of makes sense. He's like, oh man, now you want to go to my dad's place, not a, uh, not hell. Hell stinks. Yeah. Listen my to me. Place. He's not like my actual uncle, but I call him my uncle. He doesn't. Jesus doesn't call God his uncle. No, his dad, the devil. <laughs> the devil's his uncle. Yeah, because he's a fallen angel. Yeah, but he doesn't call the, the devil his uncle. I think he's just like it's the devil. It's like you know a guy. My yeah, dad, I know, he, but he's a, but he doesn't call heaven my dad's place either. Oh, so you think it's like when Satan was an angel, he was like very close with God. So it's like oh, I it's, think all the angels. I think Jesus is kind of like hey. God's my dad, and like all oh, you guys are like my aunts and uncles. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I'm just saying that like Satan was a very close business associate of God, so it's like oh, you know, Satan was just always around. So you know, he was just Uncle Satan. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I I've come around. I I do. Yeah. I do see how he would think. Uh, Tom, if you had a kid, would I you think let he them wouldn't call me Uncle Tim. Uh, I'd make them call you Uncle Skeleton. <laughs> nice. I I uh I don't think Jesus would go through the trouble of saying calling Satan his uncle and then having to explain to people like he's not really my uncle. Uh, I don't know. You know. A couple glasses of wine. You just want to. That's true. Clarify. You're chatty. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. When Jesus would get chatty, I I got the impression Jesus was kind of always chatty. Yeah. I mean, that's how you, you got to spread the word somehow. Yeah, exactly. And you do it through chatting. Uh, selling your soul. That was yeah, another that, way that, uh, that's a one that, way cartoons, that cartoons set me on the wrong path. Because that's more of a metaphor, I guess, right? If you, if you uh, achieve your dreams or the things you want mm-hmm. through... Um, Duplicitous um, means, yeah, just uh, yeah, evil ways. Um, that'll send you to hell. It's not actually a contract that you sign with the devil, right? It it literally never occurred to me that it's a metaphor. Yeah. But it does make a lot of sense as a metaphor. Yeah. Um, also, when I was in fifth grade, um, this kid in my class, Billy, was a bad kid, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Did he have a near-death experience where he went to hell? No, but he told uh, our teacher, like, we were talking, like, the devil came up. I think somebody in class asked, like, hey, what's the deal with the devil? And then <laughs> what, Billy's what like, subject was being taught at the time? <laughs> it was fifth grade, you know? We were all trying to figure things out. You, yeah. Sometimes the, the weird kid goes the, weird. In the middle of an like, algebra lesson. Is the lesson. devil real? Maybe it was science class or something. You know? <laughs> okay, well, that makes a lot more sense. We were learning about animals, and somebody was like, oh, is the, is the yeah. devil real? And uh, Billy's like, uh, yeah, he is. My parents told me um, he... Uh, he has all these minions that come, these little... Uh, little yellow uh, guys. No, 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 not. And I shouldn't have said minions. He didn't oh, say minions. Okay. He said like assistants or helpers or something. <laughs> right. And he claimed that all these little demons came up, these little red demons. Uh-huh. Um, and they're watching you all the time for you to do bad things. And if you do bad things, they go back and tell... Like an elf on the shelf, but for the devil. Right. <laughs> right. Well, that's clearly, a... That's a great, great, great thing to instill in your kid. Exactly. And, you know, when you have a bad kid and you're trying everything and you're just like, all right, well, the devil's always watching you. He's got these these little demons that are always around watching you. And Mm -hmm. if you're not good, you're going to go to hell. Like that, that sounds like a a last resort of Billy's parents. Right. Um, And it sounds like he bought it hook, line and stinker. He did. And he was freaking telling the whole class about this in the middle of like a science lesson. And somebody was like, is that true to our teacher? And our teacher like didn't want to undermine the parenting style right. of, and like, and also like, hey, if Billy finds out the devil isn't watching him at all times, my <laughs> oh, class geez, might get is, a lot harder to teach. This, this is how he acts when he thinks the devil's keeping a close eye on him. Imagine if he thinks it's false. Yeah, some of my neighbors bang. Oh no! I'm screaming. Uh, maybe it's the devil. <laughs> Do you think he's just like, <laughs> shut up? He's screaming about the devil so 
I just, I just, I don't know why I'm whispering. I don't have to whisper. I just saw you like jump and look behind you. And I got so legitimately scared that like, that a little demon was behind you. And then you were going to tell me like, Tom, we have to end the episode. I'll tell you later. (laughs) I don't know what to do. Well, I'm glad to hear it's just your annoyed neighbor instead. Yeah. Um, We've been uh, recording this here for, I don't know, I moved in in May mm-hmm. <laughs> every week. Have they just been like so upset with me? <laughs> Maybe they just don't like hearing about the devil, Tim. Yeah. Maybe they're so very anyway, religious. Our teacher, our teacher was like, yeah, that's true about the devil. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's, that's not nice to do to all the other kids. No, no, not at all. Yeah. Uh, scared me for like, I don't know. For a couple weeks, till I asked my parents, and they were like, no, stop. Billy's a bad kid. (laughs) His parents told him that as a last resort. (laughs) Um, Are we going to go to hell before the plugs or after the plugs? Let's go after the plugs. I don't know how we're going to go to hell. My my neighbor, I thought, you know, we're going to be doing a lot of screaming, I thought. (laughs) Well, I guess you're just going to have to keep your screaming to a minimum. That's true. I'm in uh, hell right now, Tom. I'll tell you that much. If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgt.com. If you want to support the show, check out our sponsors. Also, check out patreon.com slash complete guide, where you can get bonus weekly episodes of Books the Podcast. This week, we are starting Pet Cemetery as part of, look, Halloween month might be on its way out, but we're we're keeping the party going, baby, because we're just starting uh, Pet Cemetery uh on our patreon patreon.com slash complete guide you can follow us on twitter at complete guide you can follow us on instagram at tcgte and you can follow me on instagram and twitter at tom reynolds you can follow me at your pal tim okay well here we are in Siberia. That was a very long journey. I'm telling you, Tim, the well to hell I read online is not real. Well, and I, well, I can't, um, I can't believe is. that I've came all this way to Siberia when I'm sure that the well to hell is fake. Yeah, well, here we are at the well. Um, so let's... Uh, let's oh, sh- uh, oh, my God. I didn't look down. It goes but, down pretty far, and we, we did think ahead. We brought these very heat-resistant microphones. Yes, yeah, we got the, the, the they were nice enough to the Siberian scientists to lend us their heat-resistant microphones. Uh, turned out they were very big fans of the podcast. Siberian scientists. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think what we'll do, we'll probably pop down there, uh-huh. maybe spend 10, 15 minutes, get a lay of the land. Right. Um, and then, uh, yeah, let's, uh, then we'll pop back up and resume our normal lives. Okay. Uh, on three, we'll jump. One, two, three. very hot i'm glad we got we got these heat resistant microphones uh and i'm also glad we we didn't uh, land in that uh, uh stream of lava over there that was a close one yeah there's a whole lake it's leading to a lake of fire tom wow you don't see that every day huh hmm. well i've seen enough let's uh let's go back up yeah where's right. the hell is real hell is real um, and it's not good. I don't want to. I don't want to. No, it stinks down here. Hear all that moaning and whatnot? Yeah, and not the good kind. No, it's <laughs> what the good kind is. Sex noises. Yeah, sex moaning. All right. Um. Yeah. Are you uh, mad at me for being inappropriate in hell? Yeah. Tom. This kind of this that kind of talk to him is what's going to get us uh, uh, some friends around here. Yeah, I know. And, uh, you know. 
I like this one. This, 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 Tom, I got a bad feeling about this place. It's starting to creep me out. Um, I think we should find the exit. Okay. Which, uh, do you know where it is? Mm, I'm sure it's around here somewhere. Well, I'm not asking anyone. That's a bad There's no one to ask. It's an isolated place. Well, let's, we could follow some of those moans, probably. Yeah, I guess let's follow the moans. Alright, well, we're gonna follow the moans and uh, see if we can't get out of hell. And uh, hopefully we will. See you next week.